Yeah, we appreciate wholeheartedly everybody that's been tuning in and listening to the podcast. I really do, and I think Charles does too, appreciate feedback, whether it's if you know me personally, giving me a call or shoot us an email or yeah. hey, if there's something that you don't like or like. Yeah, constructive constructive criticism, anything you say, any way you think that Hav can improve, let me know, (laughs) and I will absolutely talk to him about it gently and kindly the way I always do. Hav, Hav and Charles, talk and comics on the internet. Hav and Charles Talk Comics, brought to you by the Public Library. It's free, yo! Hi there, welcome to Hav and Charles Talk Comics. I am Charles Herring, and I'm here with my friend Javier Gonzalez. Hi, Hav. Hey, hey, Charles. How are you? I'm doing really well. Uh, we have a little bit of a format change on our podcast today. I mean, it's not one y'all can see, but for the first time ever, Hav and I can see each other while we do the podcast. Not like we did anything weird, like went to each other's homes or something to record this. That would be insane. We're we still believe COVID exists. Actually, I, I refuse to let anybody come to my house as I live as a hermit. But we are on FaceTime with it muted. So hopefully Hav can interject at some point while I'm going on and on and on and on and on. And vice versa, by the way, because I know sometimes I'll just get on a thing and I know you're probably just like, oh my God, take a breath. What is wrong with you? No, I don't know what you're talking about. So yeah, this is a episode... Episode podcast five. Episode five, in which we discuss the Flintstones and the Eternals. Yes, and you suggested to me that I read the first six issues collected, uh, as they were, of the Flintstones series from 2016 by Mark Russell and Steve Pugh. And then um, I suggested to you Eternals by Jack the King Kirby. He wrote it, drew it edited it although there well we can talk about that more but yeah so that's what we're talking about today that that we are so here on our fifth ep- fifth episode we're going to do a little format change uh, truly uh, we've gone chronologically up till now but since the eternals came out when Hav and I were in diapers well what year did it come out uh, i just pulled that up it came out in 76 so yeah Four, three. i mean i was 2 so if I, hmm. I was probably hopefully out of diapers. Oh, yeah, I was. I, well, I, I don't know. I don't know. I was three. I could ask my parents, but they'd lie. <laughs> so this time, though, I thought we would talk about the Flintstones first because we, we seem to get into the first part deep and then sometimes we trail off on the second part, which, let's be honest, the comics we read for, that we talk about in the second part are always the better comics. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, I'm, I, I'm finding myself <laughs> suggesting stuff to you that... A, we're nostalgic here, the first few runs, you know, episodes one through four. This one, I just had never read, I, and I'm a big Jack Kirby fan. I was like, you know what? The movie's coming out. I can't believe I've never read this. I run, I've, I've never read all of Fourth World stuff that he did at DC, but yeah, that's why I suggested this. But yeah, you know what? Guess what? The more recent stuff is more, it's just better. Guess what? The, 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 medium's, the medium's evolved. It has. I, the the really fun thing about reading all of these things, the way we've done it so far, is seeing where the newer writers have gotten where they are now from where they came. They they are standing on their shoulders. They, they, they didn't come up and do this art form all on their own. 
So I, I should not poke fun at it. I loved reading those comics as a kid, except as I pointed out, I wouldn't, I didn't read. Did they drive, did they drive the truck right through your living room? You know what? And I do the podcast <laughs> in the front, in the front yeah. room and the street, I'm on a corner our house is on a corner and our walls are paper thin so the last the last one i edited i think it was episode four it was coming in on my street because i also am facing a street and a corner and i i I, a lot of them were from me but that one i could tell was from you because it was coming in through my headphones instead of (laughs) well and i'm glad we're doing this before it gets dark uh, Uh, because it's the fourth of july that we're recording this on this episode and the fireworks in my neighborhood and probably gunshots will ensue here shortly. So there's that too. Hooray. Uh, I'm, I made that comment to somebody as we were, as I was leaving work today. Cause I was like, Oh wait, I may have chosen poorly on our, uh, the night to do fireworks. Cause everybody was talking about, yeah, my dogs, I got to put them up and it's going to go nuts. And people are having bottle rocket fights in the lawn outside. I'm like, Oh man, pop, pop. All right. Mm-hmm. So the Flintstones, What'd you think of it? Yeah, I, it was excellent. It was, I can't, you know, we can talk about specifics, but satire, I guess, if, oh, if yeah. to the umpteenth degree. And I made a list of stuff. I mean, they talk about marriage, work, life, God. Praise Gerald. War. Yeah, praise Gerald. And uh, just news as a new thing, getting the news. <laughs> Crap. And, how, and what accumulation of stuff and commercialism. <laughs> it's called crap. No one yes. knows what it is, and everybody wants it. Right. Right. And then, you know what? So, yes. Yeah, so, so, just if people don't know, it's just a from 2016, Mark Russell and Steve Pugh just do a great job of using the Flintstones to just put a mirror up to, to, to our society, and just they just do it brilliantly i tore through this it was pretty much maybe i finished up one or two issues but the first three or four or five i think i went through in a night because it was just it was just easy to get into it so yeah and no i i thought it was great there's so much i hope people that hear this will will pick it up because it is definitely one of the best things i've read here recently it really is it's so incredibly surprising when you think about most comic book tie-ins to things okay well no let me go back first off that's not necessarily true because the gi joe comic i read in the 80s was two billion times better than the gi joe cartoon yeah it still wasn't great but it was better but so often when there's a cartoon and or a any kind of hey we're going to license this into a comic book about it, it 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 can be just so weird and so bad and this was so great and so brilliant that it was kind of a kind of a massive shift sure and i bet you you know i i'm i'm almost positive they did flintstones comic books back when they were first making the cartoon however long ago that was you know from the 60s i guess is that when the Flintstones? anyways i should have i should have looked that up you but are I, our, I bet you the you, you are our research guy i know but i bet you're right that even the, even that adaptation of adaptation did I say that right? Yes. Adaptation of the Flintstones back then was probably just to promote the cartoon, mm-hmm. and you know, probably not any better or worse than the cart. You know, the cartoon is, is what it is. You know, I used to watch it in reruns, but what they did with this was to take the property and use it to make some 
pretty uh, insightful points about stuff. I mean, it it was damning. Yeah. Oh God. I mean, the stuff thing because I <sighs> I accumulates. I buy stuff that I don't need. That I <laughs> but hey, it's 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 on sale. Like I'm losing money if I don't buy this thing. Just I mean, for example, that the whole work thing. You know, there's a one, there's one, there's one point panel at the beginning where he's training the Neanderthals. You know, Fred's training the Neanderthals, and they're they're like, "Why do you wear a tie?" And he's like, "Well, I read somewhere, dress for the job you want, not the one you have." And he's like, "Well, how long have you been doing this job?" And he just kind of puts his head down. It's like 15 years. Yeah. No, uh, that was that that was incredible. It, it was also along the lines of with the Neanderthals when they pay the money after they've said that they they hate their job. And he says, "Well, what I what what, what do I what do I do with this?" And the answer was, will you buy something that someone else who hated their job made? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's like, oh, hey, capitalism. Yeah. Then, well, and then like towards the end of the, 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 the I was about to say uh, show, towards the end of the, uh, the run that we read, there's also the, the cool thing, the interaction between the, the animal appliances. Uh, oh my and there gosh! Was a, there yes. was a poignant, and the word the word that came to mind was poignant exchange between the elephant vacuum cleaner and the and the armadillo bowling ball, and I I, I screenshotted it and I meant to send it to you. I I screenshotted it too. And the the funny thing is, since we're doing this, normally I'm I I realize I've made a horrible mistake. I normally go through my iPad and look at these screenshots that I took. <laughs> Except they're on my iPad that I am now using right now to FaceTime you, so I, I can interrupt sometimes. <laughs> I just realized that too, and I don't know if. Oh, maybe oh awesome! It pictures and pictures. Well, and I have it here on my phone. Oh, no, well, you... there's there's this part. You know, he's talking to the armadillo, the little pink elephant that's a vacuum cleaner. He says, "I have no idea when I'll ever see daylight again." But you know what keeps me going there in the dark? And the armadillo says, what? The elephant goes on and says, knowing that my friend Bowling Ball is on the other side of the door. It makes me think. Maybe the only meaning to life is that which we get from each other. And, and I was like, I got chills when I read it the first time, and I just got chills reading it out loud now. That was some damn great writing. To, again, to the point where I was like, I'm screenshotting this. Yeah. Uh, and that was just so freaking brilliantly touching and true is ah just that's just one example of uh, every panel is to, good i mean to, to to follow up literally on that one i pulled one of those i did it's wilma talking to fred and it's talking about her memories and she says human beings are just walking accumulation of love and regret the only thing that ever made me happy is being next to someone who loves me all i ever got from a tribulite cooker is regret yeah I mean, there's uh, the whole, you know, and speaking of the Fred and Wilma relationship, you know, marriage is a new thing then, uh -huh. apparently. And I thought, again, the satire and the putting it at the mirror, people are against marriage. And, oh, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, marriage, marriage is bad. But then, you know, Fred grew up with two guys that were gay that wanted to get married. And then all of a sudden, the pro-marriage people were like, well, wait a second, two guys can't get married. Hold on, that'd be crazy. <laughs> but there's already anti-marriage people, period. In, in bedrock back then it was just things like that just oh god the neanderthals quitting after one like essentially one day or two days of working like no we're, we're done with this yeah. this is dumb yeah i'm going back i'm leaving civilization the the whole idea when i first read it i went and found it at the library because i'd read a 
bunch of articles about it. I, I went ahead and got it because they were, were talking about this. The whole thing of the yabba dabba do being what they say because they're working with their PTSD in their their military group. And the byplay between Fred and Barney when they're talking about when they went to war to fight the tree people and the absolute skewering of the jingoism to cause wars has to be a lot with what went on with the Iraq war. I mean, it really reminded me of the Iraq war. And since it was written in 2012, I'm going to guess there, there was something going with that. But then the comment at one point, and I can't remember if it was Fred or Barney said it, we participated in a uh, genocide. It wasn't. Oh yeah. I was just like, Whoa. All right. That, that was no, by the way, not just uh, because I have it pulled up, but it's 2016. But oh, it's still, 2016. Was it? Tw- yeah, okay. By the way, yeah, oh. it was 2016. Yeah. Well, thank you. No, it's okay. But but I thought of that too. The the pretense for the war was that the tree people were going to attack, and they yes. absolutely weren't. And then there's there's another very weird scene where Fred is. It's after they won, and Fred goes uh, something to the effect of the, the tree people weren't going to invade us. Yeah, you 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 and, don't and, bring and, your your kids to an invasion. You're, you're, he, you're, find, he finds a doll. Uh huh. In, in the in the in the carnage and mm-hmm. aftermath of the battle, and he's like, yeah, because you don't bring your kid to a freaking invasion. I mean, these are just a few examples. I mean, like I said, every issue is chock full of just like, just gut punches, and uh, yeah, it's just great. Ten of ten would read again. Actually, I did read it again. I I read it again to talk to you about it. So, and it was just as holy crap. This freaking comic book's amazing as it was the first time i read it yeah i mean i mean i'm just i'm just now just thinking of different things mr slate his whole everything about mr slate was every boss every small business owner big big fish in a small town guy right you'll ever meet and then when when the end of the world is happening or they think it's going to happen which is which is hilarious and he's like, hey, look, it's the end of the world. We're all going to die tomorrow. If anybody wants to come hang out at the mansion, come on over. And everybody's like, see ya, because guess what? You're you're a dick. We don't like you. We're only here for the paycheck. You're yes. not our friend. You've never been our friend. Don't pretend now that you're our friend. Ep- <gasps> episode one. Well, Gosh, damn it. The start. One. Yes. Wait, yes. Okay. Yeah, no, no. I, I'm irritated with me because I was saying episode instead of it. Issue one. The beginning of it is that they're in a... Then they're in a museum where they have thought out a Neanderthal. And that so that kind of takes us back. And they're like, no, this was a rock quarry. And there was a small Stone Age civilization here. And this whole thing is it's one of these Neanderthals. And we, we begin the whole, the whole thing with he wants to hire, Mr. Slate wants to hire Neanderthals because they work, they're stronger and bigger and they can do more. So he gets Fred to do that. And then... He gets them hired, and they're doing it, and they invite him to a party. And all throughout all the comics, Mr. Slate is talking about how he'll be remembered, and he wants to be remembered, and no one likes him. And then the gut punch was, after he causes the death of this Neanderthal, who was found, they're like, we don't know. We we assume because of this necklace that he had paid the guy to do the thing that got him killed. Right. We assume he owned the quarry. <laughs> So Mr. You're right. And Mr. Slate, for for all his machinations, just the other dude that uh-huh. nobody remembers from a long time ago. Yeah. Um, 
And hey, I'm sorry, I know we're jumping around a little bit, but you yeah. mentioned the war thing. You know, them going to their group and the whole thing, very band of brothers when they're talking about you're going to fight in this war, not because of X, Y, and Z, but because you don't want, you, you're going to fight for your brother. We're a family now. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just all that too. I'm sorry. I just, I didn't want to let that go before I forgot. But that, that, that whole issue. Yeah. And then you're right, Fred and Barney. Oh, and then, and then we find out that's how Barney, Barney and Betty are having trouble having a kid. And in the aftermath of decimating the tree people, Barney finds a baby. Mm-hmm. And that turns out he brings the baby home, and that turns out to be Bam Bam, and that's why. And it's a great explanation as to why Bam Bam <laughs> is so freaking, so much freaking stronger than everybody else, right? Yeah, he's a tree he's, person. He's, he's a tree person, uh-huh. you know. And, and apparently they were super strong. I don't know, but it's great. Yeah. What hey. else? Oh, and, and, uh, go ahead. Oh, they do the whole arc with Pebbles and Bam Bam in school. And they're doing they're 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 doing the there's an election going on so they're doing school elections during the election, and it's a typical politician in bedrock against uh, Grod the Dest- son of Grod the Destroyer or something like I, I literally yeah. that's not the name, but it it's similar to it's that idea of this just monster type evil we have to attack before. The son of the person that caused them to fight the tree people, talking about, well, there we're going to be attacked and we have to do this and da 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 da, da. and then in the school they have a bully running against a nerd, yeah. and he is a bully. He's taking money from people. He's tell he's scaring people into everything, and then Pebbles steps into it, and yeah. because Pebbles was got into it, the bully decided to say something, and then Bam Bam took care of it. <laughs> Yeah, Bam Bam's her muscle. Yeah. And and I do like, you know, as opposed to the cartoon, the Flintstones cartoon, Bam Bam and Pebbles, are, I think, are firmly in late middle school, high school age, we're thinking, right? That's what I was thinking. So, yeah, I, I would say middle school. Yeah. Man. So, I, so I, still and, real bullying, but, but old enough to, I don't even, they were little kids in uh, the cartoon, weren't they? Yeah, they were little, they were little yeah, kids. They were small. like babies, yeah. Yeah, they were pretty much babies, but Bam Bam was still super strong for some yeah. reason. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, well, that, uh, that was the, uh, it, actually, just old knowledge that I have, God help me. So when the Flintstones came along, and I don't think Pebbles was their child immediately. I think she came along later. They were discussing having a child, and they were going to be a boy and call it Chip for Chip off the old block. They decided it tested better that they have a daughter. I think there was a doll thing. They wanted to do this whole stuff. And, and oh. so they named her Pebbles. Okay. So That's Pebble cool. Pebble off the old book. So, yeah, I, I, it, it was interesting to me. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah, with my little marketing brain. Yeah, that is, that is a good reason to, to change it. Why not? And look. Hey. Yeah. Turn. At least turn. Oh, towards. Sorry. Well, I'm, I'm trying to look at this. I'm trying to look no, at you're, you're good. It's, it's just making me uh, it's just making me realize why sometimes you go away yeah. when you're talking to me on the thing. And I'm like, OK, I think it's not picking up as well. This no, is literally you. people listening at home or in the car or at the gym or wherever you might listen. Have and I sounds are different. And it's because I sit an inch and a half away from my mic and he seems to be running all around his room. I'm just glad yeah. he's kind of got pants on. Yeah. Well, as far as you know. I could be completely <laughs> Winnie the Pooh in this thing. You I do uh, know. I do know you're wearing a, a Fantastic Four t-shirt. I am. I did that on purpose because it's oh, Fourth yeah. of July. Oh. Yeah. Well, wow. I just thought you did it because you're a giant nerd. 
Well, there's that too. That's 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 <laughs> absolutely true. But I did see the four on it. I was like, hey, it's oh yeah, no, July. that's 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 great, and it's a blue shirt. That's one yeah, of the it's, blue. it's one of the three colors. So yeah, okay. So the, let me get, going back to Flintstones here. The other part that I thought was great was the whole scientist at the you know the last few issues or the last issue or two. Maybe it's the last issue. I don't remember. Yeah. The uh, yeah, it was because the the fifth issue was I think about the the election going on. Then the last issue is about the scientists using his newfangled technology in Abacus, and of course they have like some kind of play on <laughs> words so that it's an Applecus or something. <laughs> um, he figures out that there's an asteroid that's going to slam into into the Earth and kill everything and blah blah blah. And I want to say I did not Google this. That scientist, to, yeah, there we go. Did you hear me now? Yeah, it started. You you, you said you, 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 it came back. I, we went. You went away. Wait, yeah, for it a was second. weird. Yeah. Yeah, I did. No, I could hear it in my cans too. I, I stopped. Yeah, that was weird. Okay. I was so. Anyways, I was gonna say, you know, that last issue that we read because we read the first six issues and it's a uh-huh. twelve issue series. The scientist just figures out that an asteroid's gonna. Yeah. It's a world killer, and everybody goes to their base. Just oh yeah, animal. Just disregard for everybody else, and you see people at their worst when yes. they have no consequences, and their civilization that they're so proud of quickly dissolves, devolves into just anarchy, except for a few people. Yeah, and that was nice. Oh, and the scientists. I didn't Google this. I was going to say I, I didn't Google this, but that scientist to me sure did remind me or look like a little bit of what I remember Carl Sagan. Oh no, that's and absolutely I, Carl Sagan. Okay. Yeah, no, okay, there was. I, a, I didn't need to Google that. That was Carl Sagan. Yeah. And I don't remember the scientist's name as we're sitting here talking. Oh, but, I don't remember it either. But, but you know, uh, I don't remember names. I think I've proven that uh, on many an occasion. But no, so Steven. everybody go and then and then of course he figures out he's doing some experiment with moths and a moth is on the abacus and so he did the calculation wrong and he figures yes. out oh no it's gonna miss and so that the news guy. Who would like the day before is on the air just telling everybody <laughs> you, you guys i don't care and he's like cursing and you know what what the heck are we doing i'm getting out of here and then he's got to go back and say i apologize for some of my comments <laughs> i may have made when i thought the world was going to end and there would be no consequences for my actions <laughs> so god that was just that was so good any other highlights or or thoughts because again i can't say enough good things about this thing I really can't. No, neither can I. I just, uh, I, I absolutely loved it. I, I thought it was just an amazingly insightful satire of American society. It just, yeah. it just nailed it on so many levels. Now, the, you know, one thing we didn't really talk about just now, but you know, one issue is just about the whole God thing. Oh yeah. And they're, 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 they're <laughs> switching, they're switching Pe- their God. Pe- you know, first. Peaches what saves. Be- yeah. Pe- peaches. On the back of their, but on the back of their, oh my gosh, on the back of the car, Peaches saves. Yes, when they're they're switching them up, they're they're they're, they're worshiping different animals. I it, Peaches to let everyone know if they haven't read it is a, a, a baby elephant that's being sold as a vacuum cleaner. That yeah, that that's the vacuum cleaner, which Hav was mentioning before has the. The same, it's not peaches, it's another little baby elephant is the one in the closet that has the most sweet and poignant, beautiful interaction with the bowling ball. 
who does yeah. not understand oh the whole thing between the two of them too they don't understand i don't understand why he's so angry that he just throws me so hard down the lines yeah and is this my life this I think is he this yeah or he yells at one point yeah oh, that's just it, so sad it, it really is i the the implications of enslaving animals to do your bidding oh and the whole uncle dino thing when they because they they take back all of their a lot of their stuff and one of the things they took back was an was an, a dishwasher it was an octopus and it's missing an arm it has seven arms and the guy goes fred goes it had seven when we got it they're like score store credit only yeah <laughs> and he sees dino and he says, well, well what does that do and the guy's like nothing he's like that's what we want we, yeah. <laughs> and so they get dino and yeah he's just a pet <laughs> yeah, now he's now he's yeah now he's just a sweet pet. But uh-huh. really, going back to the god thing, the you yeah. know, the god issue, they're switching. They switch the god a couple times, and then the, the the guys in charge of the church figure out, well, let's just make God invisible. Yes, so and, we don't have to have a thing. And and they call him Gerald. And they call him Gerald. That's right, Gerald. <laughs> Discuss. <laughs> so, yeah, because you know all words are made up. So why not just call God Gerald? And it was. Oh, you know people question and then you know they, they, the church comes back in at the end of the world issue people are in the church like oh, what's the point of all this and why why isn't gerald why isn't gerald I, doing something about this i i stopped hitting people with clubs for this and i loved hitting people with clubs yeah <laughs> and then gerald's not going to stop the world from ending what the heck what the heck? That's crazy. Um, so, look, I don't know. Like, go, talking about the, the artists and the creators, uh, Mark Russell, Steve Pugh. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Mark Russell's written other stuff. I, I don't know what else he's done, but I tell you what, if I see his name on something, I'm, pr- I'm probably going to want to read it because that's how good this is. Uh, he's going to write a Fantastic Four thing I saw recently. Ooh. Yeah. They're doing, okay. I think, this is just running off something or read recently so i could be getting all the particulars wrong marvel's been doing like not like their year one thing but they're doing some more reimagining of that and they did it with a couple of other ones oh i'm doing a poor job of this again should have researched this but what the what he's writing is a fantastic four one and i'm very much looking forward to it i don't know when it comes out but it might be out and and you you mentioned you read snagglepuss I have read Snagglepuss, and it's been a little bit, and I yeah. need to pick that back up. Yeah, and I need. Is I, that Mark, I don't even remember. Is that? Mark oh yeah, Russell? that's that Mark Russell too. Mark, that's Mark Russell too. Yeah, oh, shoot, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, that makes absolute sense. I, it's been a, a few years, I think, at least. Yeah, or I years, I'm going to read it. I kept meaning to read it. I would love to get a copy of that first issue with that cover art with Snagglepuss. I I absolutely that is one of my favorite covers of a comic book. Do you know? Is do, it the, do, is that like the Statue of Liberty pose? Yes. It's exactly yeah. that, and yeah. I would like to. I would like to uh, make a frame and put it in that. Oh yeah, no, it's uh, because I think that is just a. It's just the art on that and everything about it. The whole idea of Snagglepuss being a, a gay actor, during in the fifties, and mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> I can't believe I haven't read it yet. You know um, what? I, I how did I not connect? I, I knew that was Mark Russell. You did. We I mean, we literally talked did, about no, this. I knew I knew that was Mark Russell. You're right. <laughs> You're right, because when you suggested, I was like, "Oh, the guy that did Snagglepuss." Cool. Yes. Yeah. Okay, you're right. That's okay. right. Brain fart. That's okay. That's um, right. And well, and now that I'm saying that, did do you know? Did Steve Pugh do the art on that too? Because it kind of looks like maybe he did. I do not or, know. Okay. Anyways. Yeah. I don't know. 
So the internet huge... does. I bet you it does. <laughs> but the way my setup is, my keyboard's too far away. Yeah, I, I got you. I'm, I'm gonna. I'll, I'll, no, you're I'll, good. You're good. I'll effort on that later. Okay. Um, no, like it's, I, I don't know if there's anything. If you've got any other bullet points or thoughts. No, no, I think I, I, think, I think I've covered everything. I really wanted to talk about it. I. I did want to say that I absolutely adored it. That, that no, was it, it. I, I, and I don't know what you know. You're what you're planning to suggest. Did you want to finish up the the, the next six issues for next? Oh, next I'm going to read them. Or, I'm going to read them. Or, but I I thought okay. we I thought we'd go ahead and do something else. Cool. Okay. Good I mean, deal. not not that it wouldn't be great to talk about it, but I I figured we just read. I I've got a suggestion. I started reading something that I have two. I I have our your next two picked out. I'm starting to read one. I've read the other one. Um, I actually am getting the other one from the library for you because I went ahead and ordered it because we're on a time crunch. Yeah. When are we? Are we all done with the issue? With the uh, oh man, you got me doing it. I was insane yes. issues that have been released. You you messed up my brain. We are recording on the fourth right uh-huh. now. This will be the quickest turnaround we have done because this is coming out on the ninth. Is it really? Yeah. We're all we're all we're all Oh we we have been we were we already we were already caught up. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I wasn't sure if we had one more in the can or not. I guess not nope. I'm just losing track of time. Every everything other than the what we are discussing right now is on the internet for anybody to hear. And Charles, how do they do that? How can people find this podcast? Well I'm glad you asked that, Javier. The way they uh, the way they do that is the way they go to any podcasts, be it on Apple Podcasts or Google or Spotify. And I've heard from uh, some friends of mine because I have other friends besides you, Charles. How dare you? Just, you know, I know. Um, apparently, for for people that use Android phones, Spotify is the way to go. Is it better on Spotify uh, than the Google? Yeah, okay. I, I, at least that's that's my understanding. Okay. So yeah, there's that, and, and then of course we got our Twitters, the, the Twitter thing, which I always blank on, but I'm looking up right now. <laughs> uh, what the handle is? You think I would know that? It is J. At, uh, yeah, go ahead. At J and A N D C. Talk Comics. Yeah. And there you go. And and our unpaid intern has not been very active there recently. Yeah. Well. But again, I, I'm, that's what you get when they're not paid. Well, he's paid in Hobbs sadness. Yeah, my tears. And you've been too damn happy lately. I have been. I've been in a good mood. That's good. That, um, that's very good. We also have an email address you can reach us at. That is, what's your email address again? No, it's a. Yeah. <laughs> oh shoot. Yeah, you set up an email oh, address for the podcast, right? Yeah, I set it up. Like I said, I think I've mentioned this before. I set it up before I even I set this and the email up before I even mentioned the podcast to you. Right. It's Hob and Charles Talk Comics at gmail.com. Oh, there you go. Yeah, okay, that's and written out Hob and Charles Talk Comics at gmail.com. I I actually get that on my. I, if someone were to send me an email there, I would get it, and I might, I might read it on the air. Hey. Yeah. Hey. To the handful of wonderful people that are listening to this, I would, this is this, oh God. Here it is, guys. Please rate us. <laughs> like and subscribe, that kind of thing. Even if you don't want to listen anymore. <laughs> that would be wonderful. <laughs> um, we do actually have one five-star rating on iTunes, or I the I, Apple, I, Apple iPod, I, Apple, good Lord, on whatever the Apple podcast thing is called. 
Uh, we have a five-star rating from someone, and that's great. I assumed it was Hav. Hav assumed it was me. Right. It, it was neither of us. I think it probably should be both of us, but I can't be that kind of asshole quite yet. Yeah, I would feel <laughs> weird even liking and rating my, you know, our own podcast. So, it's, yeah, it was nice, though. Uh, are you kidding? I, I like I like my own tweets. Oh, there you go. No, I don't. Uh, well, technically, I don't because I'm not the unpaid intern. There you go. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. So, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Other news, since I guess we're doing an other news segment we sh- might be doing a bonus pod and that might be in place of the pod after this next week. There's been some talk. Hav and I and our friend Caesar are going to see Black Widow on Friday. We even have tickets and Hav's going to, yeah. Hav's going to dress up as, as a Black Widow. And I think Caesar's going to dress up as Hawkeye and I'm going to dress up as that Russian dude. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I got my I got my full leather jumpsuit. Sweet. With the front zipper and everything, I'm ready to go. I got my red wig, so <laughs> we're we're good. You gonna trim your beard up a little bit? No. Okay. I'm just saying on. All right. Just, just, I just said just trim it. I didn't say take it off. I was just just trim. I, I don't even know. In fact, no. Just whatever <laughs> it's looking like on next Friday, this coming Friday. It's that's what I'm gonna be rocking. But but there's no, but yeah yeah we're we're considering. Well, we, we've, we've talked about doing a movie review podcast with Caesar. Yeah, that'd be awesome. So, yeah. I think it, that'd be great. And also get Caesar on here. And yes. He, uh, he's, he'll, he'll throw out some, some hot sports opinions on, on comic books and comic yes. book movies. Yes, he would. And we can find out what his favorite comic book character is and make fun of him for that, too. Right. Since apparently me liking Cyclops is just laughable. No, actually, that was the long conver- the, the the long Twitter thread we had when I called you out on it on our Twitter th- uh, uh, Twitter th- on our uh, text thread, and Caesar's like, I get it, I like Cyclops, so both of y'all are weird. I'm tell yeah. I'm telling Gail Simone on both of you. There you go. Yes, yeah, she's so good, <laughs> just trolling these people that don't know her bit. Oh my gosh, it's so great. Um, it makes me so okay, happy. Well, cool. Yeah. Well, and hey, speaking of movies, uh-huh. one of the reasons I suggested Ooh, segue. Eternals. Did you see that? Did you yeah, like that? I like it. That's what, that was pretty it was, good, right? It was nice to see you do it, too. You were like, oh, yeah, you, 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 you I got, could almost see. I got, I got, I, I can see segue face. He's like, I got this. I, I'm bringing this, I'm going to get this back on track. I'm going to roll this right into the next comic book. Hav, what, what other comic book did we read? We read The Eternals by Jack the King Kirby, and the reason I suggested Eternals was because, well, first, I'd never read it, somehow. I'd read different versions of it later, I realized, or parts of it, for sure, them in the Marvel Universe later on, but not the original 1976 to probably 77 comic book that was the first appearance of said Eternals and I did that because the movie's coming out I got uh, you because I was like hey let's uh they're they're making Marvel's once again Marvel Cinematic Universe is once again gonna bring to the big screen of one of their properties that probably I would guess non-comic book person on the street doesn't know right I didn't know I didn't know Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna lean kind of hard into what you say and say yeah probably a lot of people don't know jack about the Eternals, and that was not 
no offense to Kirby. I didn't mean. Yeah. But that worked well. Um, yeah, I didn't yeah. know. I didn't know Jack about the Eternals. When they mentioned it, I still didn't know because I didn't follow up. And everybody was like, yeah, the Eternals are this and the Eternals are that. And I kept getting confused in my head with the Inhumans. You, you, sir, also at one point while talking about the Eternals mentioned Lockjaw, which is not an Eternal. It is an Inhuman. Uh, No, that clicked with me. I'm like, wait, that's an Inhuman, which was the Fantastic Four's answer to mutants before they were. Yeah, so. Yeah, well, and what I'm figuring out, so the Eternals, Jack Kirby, if you, if, if, yeah, if you want to jump into it. Yeah, uh, well, I thought we had. Okay, well. I mean, I can dunk on your mistakes more. No, 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 it's okay. I'm, right. I'm okay, thank you. But right. if you want to, anytime. Okay. Uh, we'll keep it going after the pot. <laughs> there you go. Jack, the King Kirby, you know, one of the founders of, you know, founding artists of Marvel, Back in the one, early 60s. One of the, one of the founding artists of the comic book era. He, right. was, he yeah. was one of the creators of Captain America in the early 40s. Uh, he yeah. started doing comic books in the very beginning in the Golden Age. He is instrumental in everything we know about comic books, period. He helped do it. That's why I'm going to feel so bad when we talk about the Eternals. I will. Okay, so we'll get to that. <laughs> because you know you're right. Jack Kirby predates Marvel it, yeah, as a comic book creator. Him and Joe Simon created Captain America, the famous cover of Captain America number one. Captain America punching out Hitler. That's before we're actually in World War II. That comic book comes out. That's when I quit reading comics. Those social justice warriors just immediately pissed me off with trying to bring their liberal claptrap into an art form that was almost four years old at the time. Exactly. How dare they? I mean, and speaking of it only being four year old, four, four years old. Look, besides Kirby, you know, you're really talking about probably the Superman creators, right? Simon and Schuster. As, yes. As, as I mean, he's in the same, I think, pantheon as as those two guys. Uh, um, if not, I, not more important. There you go. I I would legitimately say he was more important just because he did more, he created more, he drove more. And that's not a knock against the Superman boys, but yeah. he he kind of stands alone in my mind. Well, but hey, he he created he helped create co-created Fantastic 4, mm-hmm. X-Men, The Avengers, and then so many things that spr- sprang from those titles. He he, he almost uh, co-created Spider-Man. Right, Steve Ditko. God, you know, come- thank God he didn't. When when because he he will say, oh no, they they I should have gotten paid for Spider-Man, and I came up with these ideas, and they didn't, and uh, they went very far away from all of his suggestions on the Spider-Man character. <laughs> right, and and now to see some of his there are dra- drawings, there are drawings, you know. His his okay, take Simon. on Spider Man by Kirby that uh-huh. just don't it's not the same as Dick. Oh yeah, it's just different. Well yeah, uh, I'm sorry. I said it's Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster. What did I say? I said Simon and Schuster, which is a bullshit. That, that was driving me crazy. <laughs> that you did Jerry say that. Do, do you know what? That's why when I said the Superman boys, I didn't repeat what you said because in my mind I went. That didn't sound right. That does not sound correct to me. But I'll just move on and. That was driving me crazy. I had, to Google it. I had to Google it on my phone. I was like, no, that's not right. What am I? How can I not remember their names? It's like, no, Jerry Siegel, Joe Schuster. Jeez Louise. So, um, so you know, Jack Kirby helps create 
a plethora of characters and Thor included in there, although Thor is a mythological, you know, hero from back in the day, but brings it to Marvel, does a lot of work with, with that. Um, eventually leaves Marvel and goes to work for DC for a spell there. And then eventually done at DC. And this is one of the first things I think he did when he came back to Marvel. I'm not sure. Uh, I know he had a run on Captain America, too. Yeah, I think this is what got him back. The little bit that I looked, he came back to do this. Okay. They gave him this, and then, he, of course, he had to do other things, because that's that's how you pay the toll of you get to do something you really want to do. Now you got to do some crap you don't want to do. We learned all about that in the Flintstones. Yeah. The other thing. You, 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 in order to do anything you want to do, you have to do all of this that you do not want to do. I spent all day, I, eight to five today, doing something I don't want to do so I could be on this podcast with you this evening. And I'm glad you did that crappy stuff to be doing this right now. <laughs> hey, so real fast, not real fast, but that's a pet phrase of mine. I hate that. When when Kirby was at DC, working for DC, he came up with the Fourth World and the New Gods and, you know, Dark Side, Mr. Miracle, New Genesis. Not not exactly a parallel to the Eternals, but I, I, I can't, you know, the, just the, that there's these superhuman godlike beings that are apart from Earth, but sometimes are here a little bit of similarity not 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 you know blow for blow but i thought it was interesting that kirby kind of has this thing for creating these mythical godlike people that are apart from from us and more powerful i mean he did it with the inhumans too it's a similar measure right yeah um, he seems to it, it, he seems to be doing the same thing over and over again in some of these things and, and that's not a that's not a knock there are a lot of writers that do that he branches them out differently when he does them but there's a fantasy writer i read a lot of his books and he literally would write the same book over and over again with sometimes different characters but it was the same he he was really thinking back now that i've read this whole thing about arc arc oh what is that called ring trilogies or what what somebody we, we, I, I sent you that article years ago about the, the whole Star Wars and what that is yes. and how it repeats back and I, I he was doing that oh my gosh he was doing that wow maybe he was doing that intentionally because now that I think about it I think he was doing that intentionally because that was this whole thing so it's just different people doing the same things and it's just this over and over holy cow all right now I was yeah. gonna say but but it was this is the themes I want to talk about. And this is how I'm going to do it. And it was very much within the... I started to read the back... Because we only read the first volume of The Eternals that was on Hoopla. And it was the first however many episodes. It was 198 pages on Hoopla. So, um, Houston episodes, not issues. The first 11 issues. But ding, 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 ding. Yes! Ah. Touching! Not, not, well, see, I, I was thinking about what I was going to say instead of thinking of how I was going to say it. <laughs> Sorry. No, no so you're you good. The you know, yeah, I was reading, reading about the bag, and they were talking about, and they were pointing out things that I'd already gotten from it, that this was back in the time period where people were thinking, hey, what if something from outside the universe came, and the, the idea that aliens visited the Aztecs, and that there, there, were, there was life on Earth that was seeded by aliens, and we all came from that. 
And it very yeah. much did remind me of all of those Saturday afternoon TV shows when nothing was on and they were getting those cheap shows about mysteries of the world, the Bermuda Triangle, the aliens that visited the Aztecs, and all of those shows when we were a kid. Ripley's Believe It or Not, that wasn't Ripley's Believe It or Not, because those were actually like true things, but the fantasies yeah, but- and the... There was that one by uh, Leonard Nimoy. Remember he voiced over one? Yes. Remember? Yes. Oh, man, I'm blanking on all the names. And now there's that show on, like, A&D or the History Channel that I'm blanking on that is very much still... Oh, there's always going to... Me. There's always going to be a place for flim-flam for the common man. Yeah, of course. Ancient aliens. Ancient aliens. I'm there sorry. That was going to kill me. No, that's uh, good. So, but speaking of themes, yeah, I think Kirby had this, this, this whatever he needed to get out about these overarching themes of good versus evil and yes uh, you know these godlike beings that aren't gods but they're just more powerful than us and to us they seem they seem like gods they seem like gods yeah and then going back to what you said when we first started talking about eternals i did make this note because i again i adore kirby i adore his art i think it's it's a very much you you can tell kirby when you see his art yeah you can it's got a style. The style is brilliant. I love the style. So I, I have to say that. So those are the rules. No, but it is. The, the things he does with the, with the scene and the buildings and the way everything is, it's amazing. And then you look at the women and every woman looks the exact same. And then you look at the men and every man looks the exact same. And it's just the most, wait a minute. That's the same guy with blonde hair, and that's the same guy with dark hair, and and that Swedish-looking fellow is still a six-four, two hundred and sixty-pound linebacker. But they're wearing different clothes, Charles. But they, and, I, I, you know, so you can tell them apart. <laughs> and maybe, yeah, their hair is a different color, and they got different eye colors. So yeah, no, I I get that. I, uh-huh. I get that. And the other thing I was going to say is great big, you know, the big idea uh-huh. for Eternals is great. My my note, and this kills me to put. I wrote this down. Poor execution? Question mark. Well, it's not poor execution. It's not fleshed out. Okay. It's broad it's, strokes. It's, Everything about it was broad strokes. That that is my. This is this is. I'm going to say I enjoyed it. I I really did. It took me a while to wade through it, but I enjoyed it. But everything was so early comics of we're going to cram so much in a comic because we're going to leave everything out. It's just going to be high points. Here's the here's the action. There's no why is this going on? What should we do about this? What 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 are the internal struggles about this? Nope. We're just going to we're just going to boom 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 and move through here. This no, this literally should have been a Marvel-wide event. God help us. But you know what I mean. This this whole thing, and it's the the Eternals. And if they did the Eternals now, if if Kirby came here in what year is this? Twenty twenty one, and said, "I want to do this thing called the Eternals," and they'd been, "Holy shit, you were dead!" But okay, let's do the. <laughs> <laughs> they so would do. Alert the media. Yeah, they. <laughs> no, no, they wouldn't alert the media yet. They'd let him write it all. They get all the artists and 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 writers throughout Marvel involved. They do this whole huge six-month arc involving everything and they would in all the ancillary titles they would just break down everything and then his however many 
I'm going to take a really long pause here to make sure I use the right word, issues, and his however many issues would be more of the broad strokes, but everything in between would be fleshed out by other people. And I think that goes to, I mean, I know this is the mid-70s, so mm-hmm. it's not like it's the 40s or 50s or 60s even, but, you know, nope. Kirby's a man of his era. Exactly. Uh, he did it the way he knew how to do it, I think, mm-hmm. and so there's that and then hey a company-wide marvel-wide event that was not a thing in the 70s that didn't Mm -hmm. become a thing until the 80s yeah so but you know that stuff i think i read the same thing you read at the end of this collection that we read because we read the first 11 issues i think in in that first uh collection at first i think if i remember reading that right because i read this a little while ago um kirby wanted this to be a standalone thing not part of the Mm -hmm. marvel universe 616 and Uh then at some point i think it changed because then you have that one issue where some shield agents are involved i don't know if you remember that there's one one section where some and i think i think something came down from on high saying uh maybe somebody's like this is kind of cool we would love to get these guys involved in the regular marvel universe and and there really was only the that was the the brilliance of marvel from the beginning when when they came out with the fantastic four it was all one universe everybody was in that universe and they could run into each other and they, they didn't really affect each other a lot of the time but you had that opportunity right and apparently they all congregated in manhattan oh a well, lot of them and, yeah, I know. And the rest of the United States, like you weren't going to find somebody in Des Moines with a cape, apparently, back then. But anyways, so, yeah, I mean, look, there's a lot in there, but you're right. Oh, hold about... on. Hold on. I'm trying to think of how many Marvel superheroes wear a cape. Thor? I mean, uh-huh. he'd probably call it a cloak. Doctor um, Strange, which is a cloak. Again, he'd he'd call it a cloak. <laughs> I, I Sen- that's a That's a cop out, but so... Besides uh, the Superman analogs, like Century. Exactly, and, and, yeah. And, I, and uh, Hyperion. I, I don't think there's a lot of capes. <laughs> well, capes are a bad idea. You oh, know, well, we, we, have, we, we, we have learned that. No capes. Yeah, yeah. no, no. <laughs> bad idea. Um, what were we talking about? You got me. You got me. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. No, so, uh, you know, and, and, shoot. If you haven't read it, Eternals... Uh, look, it's just this idea that back way when these celestials, these these gods, gods, yeah. quote unquote, for, 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 gods. well, it's the same idea that they did with Thor, that he did with Thor, and he kind of they kind of do with the Inhumans when it first starts out, even though then it turns into something different. I think that's what the idea of the Inhumans were kind of like, more like the Eternals, but up there that aliens. Right. Are to, well, is it the was it Arthur C. Clarke that said any any sufficient sufficient advancement in science seems like magic to oh I've been I'm butchering to, that to, to like to, yeah yeah to, 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 to primitives just... yeah it, it seems yeah. like magic so the science seems like magic so you have all of these aliens come down like from Asgard. And they're so advanced scientifically, and they're so much stronger. There's so much everything that why that they're gods. Yeah, uh, and yeah. that's and the whole idea of the celestials. Except the celestials actually inseminated the world. I mean, seeded the world. <laughs> and they, they did, but they manipulated. They they mali- the apes. Ma- manipulated the apes, and they came up with three r- races of people. 
I mean, three actual races, completely different instead of what we think of as races, which is yeah. somebody's got a tan. So that was us humans. We, we, we are one. The, uh, the Eternals. And the Eternals are their godlike beings. They, they, live, they, they live forever. They have the power to levitate. And they all also have... The, the power I think they have is also they be able to uh, manipulate molecules. So basically they can do whatever they want. Yeah, and I, I'm curious if I think go ahead. I, I think those power sets get more focused and different later on in their appearances. I don't. I think, but yeah. Well, right. I those... I think too. They they each have their own things that they really focus on. They they, they okay. like anybody else. They have innate talents, so they can all seem to levitate and do certain things. And I swear they could all teleport. But I'm gonna think that a lot of them do things better than others. Just like anything right. else. So that's kind of what they do. There's the one guy that they thought, people in the past thought was Mercury because he just loves to run and he's always moving fast and he loves to run and he's so fast. And so there's Mercury and, and the main, the first one we meet is Icarus. Right. And it's the he's kind of the Icarus from the uh, mythology. mythology, except he's not because his hubris knows no bounds. Yeah. He can fly as close to the dang sun as he wants, man. Exactly. I just, oh my lord! It's a little over the top. Oh, and the third one, the third race that the the celestials. Yes, these huge uh, yes. robot-looking no, no, no. giants. The celestials are not the third race. The celestials are no, the no, they, the they, guys. Created, yes. that's who created all these. Yes, the, the, the third race huge, are the degenerates. Oh no, deviants. deviants. Sorry, I, I I switched that in my head to degenerates because it's the same. Deviant, de- degenerate, uh, the deviants. That that yes. makes. Now there is there is a couple parts that are a little poignant because you find out the deviants they 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 they're each of them is different and they are kind of supposedly grotesque and ugly and don't look like you like the Eternals look human and vice versa and, but the Eternals well, are but are beautiful powerful. well Kirby beautiful right. The deviants are, are not. They're one's a toad, one's just ugly, you know, different color skin and scales. But within the deviants, I don't remember that little section where they're culling their own kind for the ones that are even too grotesque to them, and they're sending them to like a fire pit, which is very genocidal, you know, kind of stuff for Kirby yes. to be doing. Kirby, of course, Jewish American for World War Two. Yes, I just thought that was. As I mean, it was interesting and wow, yeah. that was a big that, that was a, a, a stuck it in there. Well, I don't know that that just struck me. Well, we're we're also first issuing here. I'm sorry, first episoding. We have not really de- de- defined what's going on in this arc. So it's starting out with a old older man and his comely daughter, and a blonde-haired, strapping young man in the jungles of. Central America. Yeah, are they? You said Aztecs. Are they Mayan or Aztecs? I forget now. You think I would know that? I'm pretty sure they're Aztecs. Was it, was it Aztec they were looking at? I thought it was Mayan for some. It okay, maybe it was. I, okay. I have been known to be wrong. But yeah, they're they're in some South American, you know, American old school Native yeah. American yeah. temple thing, and they find these this wondrous machine, and we find out that the guy. It's it's a professor and his daughter's Margot. They're they're, uh, they're looking for something, and yeah. they 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 end up finding it, and it it turns out that what they're looking for is something to communicate with the Celestials. 
Correct. And then they reawaken somebody that back then they thought was a certain kind of deity god, mm-hmm. but it's Ad, it's Ajax, an eternal like, uh-huh. that is that is brought out of stasis essentially. And he's saying, okay, well, hey, let's we're, we're thank you for doing this. And by the way, the celestials are coming back. Yep, they're they're on their and, way back, and they are going to be here. Basically, they are going to lock down that little area where they are for 50 years while they judge the world and judge whether to let them let us keep going or exterminate. Yeah, I think that's the implication. I mean, I, I don't, do they even say that point blank? They just say we'll, we'll pass judgment, right? Yeah, they they're going to pass judgment. Oh, well, they don't say that in the first episode. Ah! In the first <laughs> issue. <laughs> They don't say that in the first issue. They do say that later on that, that okay. they they have they do this. They come back to these worlds that they did. They do their fifty year the 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 fourth column or the fourth. Yeah. Now, uh, well, speaking of cramming a lot in, because they, there is throughout like okay, they were here to do the first thing when they created the three races. Yeah. The deviants, the Eternals, and the in the human race, and then they came back and did a little more and and did they because and then maybe there was there's either. Two, two or three prior celestial visits to the earth and this is the fourth one and this is the one where they're going to pass judgment so and then you get the russians the soviets deciding that they don't like this so they're going to fire a nuke at it and the celestial just like with a thought turns they don't even launch yet he gets in their heads and causes them all to die of a heart attack do you remember that part that was so weird yes it was so crazy the russians are going to launch a nuke yes they think they have launched the nuke. Yes. They think the nuke has been reversed well, back. Yeah, it, it, because they're so frightened, they all die of a heart attack. I was, I, 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 that was kind of... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Oh, so, so the Eternals... The, go ahead. So w- when the 50 years is about to start, and they're going to bring this dome down, there's this whole argument where you found out that Ajax is who he is, and that Icarus is Icarus. The strapping blonde man is actually an Eternal, and he's explaining what Eternals are, yada yada. And that they have to leave now or they'll be trapped there for 50 years. And the professor says, well, I'm going to stay. This is my life's work. I think of how much I'll use. And then, and his daughter is, well, I'm going to stay with you. And Icarus is like, nope, I need a pet. You need to come with me. You're a comely lass and you will be for, well, in my lifetime, like a blink of an eye. But and he, he, he literally picks it. Picks yeah, he basically kidnaps. He's just like, I'm going to stay with my dad. I'm going to stay with my dad. And, and he's like, consent is not a thing for Eternals. And you're coming with me. You'll thank me for this later. <laughs> I, yeah. I swear to God, he says it, that. I think so. And then he knocks her out. Uh-huh. Puts her in the plane. Yes. And then she kind of doesn't bring it up a lot after that. Well, no. She's like, well, she's having a massive adventure at that point. So yeah. it was a call to action. So, yeah. And then you... Do you meet Makari next, who is the Mercury character? Makari, is that kind of who we no, meet I, next? I, don't we meet Cersei? Cersei next? Is I think Cersei? we meet okay. Cersei next. Okay, Cersei. She is awesome. Yeah. She's just a- everything involved. mythology. I mean, he just said, you know what? What if what if the Cersei from Ulysses is real? Yeah. And she's an eternal. And she has these powers. And there she is in New York just partying it up. Yeah, having and, a good time. And she's great. I, I truly liked her. Yeah, she was um, I, I think I'm surprised they have a male comedian playing her. Isn't that who Kum, Kamali plays? Is that, that that's a joke? That was oh, a joke. I was you're, like, you're... what? <laughs> I was like, are you being serious? Okay, oh, no. you completely got. I'm so not, I'm so gullible. <laughs> Go ahead, jeez, Louise. He could play it. Oh, he could pull it off. He's a good actor. <laughs> he, he can do Cersei. 
<laughs> I'm sorry, I've lost my train of thought trying to make jokes. No, no. So oh, oh, character. every everyone sh- that's listening to this should be very happy that I forgot to bring the pad I have in the other room where I was writing jokes down about all the uh, characters. And I didn't review them to go in because I was I, with Ajak. I was writing down. He seems to because at first I didn't get that they all basically had the same powers. So I was writing down Icarus. The powers are this, and and I had a joke on him. Ajak. I wrote down. I, I did a list. I did okay. I, I, the power of communication with Celestials. The power of something, and the power of coolness. Because that dude comes out of there with these bitching sunglasses on, and I mean he was just I. It, oh yeah, and I was just doing that with all of them, and I'm like, oh god, you what are you working on, like a tight two? Yeah, <laughs> it, it was gonna oh. be sad. Uh, so <laughs> y'all are all. I didn't even review it. I forgot I had started that when I just read it instead of reading it and taking notes. I am not a good note taker. Well, it's um, well, so you're right. I love, I did love Cersei, and I'm sorry that you're not sharing all your your great. Hopefully, probably bad, but great jokes. Oh, bad. We also meet... The, I could go the get head. the pad. You might have to. <laughs> uh, we, we meet the... Uh, so we so maybe you're right. I think it's Cersei, the Makari, Mercury, Makari. Then we meet Zuras, the, the head honcho of the Eternals, and his daughter, Thena. And we also meet Domo. Arigato. Very, yeah. Do, Domo is a, kind of... He reminds me of like a Metron character. I don't know if you know that character from the fourth world. Just always behind a... a like a computer console or in a big seat controlling things kind of the nerdy one and then we also meet sprite at some point because he plays a prank on uh on icarus right or gets into it with icarus or something yeah hold on uh, a matter of fact it, a matter of fact i speaking of that 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 cracked me up hold on i i screenshot it so oh yeah it, it, it's a uh, despite the never-ending pursuit of peace eternals are still subject to some very human ways of achieving it this is icarus is chasing sprite icarus of the polar mountains does not take this kind of welcome lightly hold fast young one surely you josh dumb one sprite your anger and honored guests submit to discipline get ready to get a spanked uh, well spanked. and then there is a then there is a the next panel is the the call is also heard by the new attorney Icarus is spanking him. Yeah, yeah. I and know. and the the what's her name? I can't remember the the his Mar- pet. Margo. Margo. Yeah, Mar- his, Margo. Yeah. His pet. Yes, Icarus. Don't spank him anymore. Yeah, he spanks him. Hey, oh god. So yeah, there's, there's some weird stuff going on. You also speaking of weird. So the deviants. One, you know, Toad is in charge. This guy named Toad is in charge. But Crow, uh-huh. K R O, is kind of the the lead warrior. Like that would be their head general, I think, of the deviants. And you find out that him and Thena had a thing. Did you remember? The, the, there's they intimate that they were a thing or forbidden love or something. And yes, and Athena, you know, Athena, and Devil Man. Yeah, Crow. Crow were a thing. Yeah. So there's that. There, there's a normal looking deviant. Also, there's that section where the, the, there's a normal human looking deviant that they're going to kill, but he's super good at fighting. And and beats this. Uh, well, sorry, ignore that. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, I killed I killed that accidentally. Sorry, I was looking at the thing and I came back. It was doing something weird. Um, oh, here, call me again. I'm going to um, if I remember how to FaceTime someone. Done. Okay. Sorry. Okay. No, you're good. No. Th- so there's that part that I thought was interesting. And just speaking of, you know, there is there's not much in the way of 
development of the characters beyond just a very superficial there, like, there is name, there is literally no development of characters whatsoever Margot has some slight character of okay i'm not sure i want to be but then she's literally treated like a pet by every one of the eternals yeah um, cersei and... is like okay this is a, this is a good little thing i like her she she can I, i'll stay and protect her and yeah every oh my gosh well at least you got a little bit about thena i think it's thena and, and crow the, the deviant yes head head general that they had this thing and there's a little development there and then there's a, also a really, you know, that, that one part where there's a human-looking deviant born that is grotesque to the deviants. Yes. And they're, they put him in a, in a death match with this, even they consider horrendous, way off the chart, you know, grotesque deviant called, I think, Carcos. But you find out he's not just some raging beast, this Carcos guy. After, big, after he's defeated, brain. after he's defeated by the comely lad. And then... Athena has mercy on them both, mm-hmm. the, the human-looking deviant and Carcos. And Carcos has a great line that I, I meant to write down. Oh, yeah, I did write it down. The fault lies not with the monsters. We were made this way. not We were made this way, not born this way. That was, you know, just because they look, you know, a certain way and doesn't mean they're the, the bad guy or bad person, you know, or, or without... Yeah. thought and what, feeling. What, what and you're, that was a good part. Yeah, no, what you're saying is Jack Kirby, not subtle. No. No, <laughs> he's not. He's He is in your face a lot of times with these big ideas, which... He he likes you know? big ideas. I, I I enjoy big ideas, but wow. Yeah. It, it just... So, I, I wanted more depth, I think. But he, he only had X number of issues. Ha, suck it to uh, do what he needed to do and he wanted to do this big booming epic he did it well and no and you know this whole thing i mean we read the first 11 issues Mm -hmm. i think the whole thing is 19 yeah issues he did you're right he was trying to get in what he wanted to get in i think and now look these these characters weren't just in this run by kirby they get picked up again there's this whole thing where thor is involved and they kind of really get them into the marvel comic book 616 universe that i've read parts of years and years and years ago but i know that's that's not done by kirby and then you i know neil uh, neil gaiman did a take on the eternals mm-hmm. not too terribly long ago like in the early 2000 early to mid 2000s i think so these characters have been picked up i think i think the ideas have been fleshed out more do you do you suspect we're going to get more of a uh, neil gaiman eternals than we are a Jack Kirby Eternals in the movie. I yes, I would I would guess or or something, some amalgamation of the later Eternals stuff, mm-hmm. post Kirby. Now what I hope they stay with is the big, the the, a- the, a- uh, the, uh, the Ajax sunglasses. The, the the well some of the visuals I really I, hope isn't the Salma Hayek playing Ajax. I was just, I was just looking that up. Selma Hayek is playing Ajax. Yeah, absolutely right. I, she should absolutely wear sunglasses or whatever she yeah. wants. God bless her. Please, please. <laughs> hey, and just so you know, I just uh, I pulled up the cast list for the movie. Mm-hmm. You're not a fan of Black Knight. I, I, I don't think I'm speaking out of school when I say I'm, that. I'm not. I'm. I was not a fan of Black Knight in the arc of Avengers that we read. But again, I don't like a lot of characters in team books, so I read their individual books. Hawkeye that I really learned to enjoy because I read them when they 
got to be fleshed out as people instead of some confused person trying to start a thruple before that was a thing. There you go. Well, yes. just so you know, in the movie, and I didn't know this until I pulled up the cast list, there is a uh, Dane Whitman character, which is the comic book version of Black Knight that I knew from the 80s, mm-hmm. who wields a mystical sword. Sounds I mean, like a Black Knight character to me. I mean, who doesn't wield a mystical sword? Well, and get this, Kit Harrington is playing him from okay. uh, Game of Thrones. Cool. Uh, yeah, so, so yeah. I don't know. I mean, it is what it is. It's it's. Uh, you've said some. You know, these things. I mean, again, this is from '76. Yes, it is definitely a comic of its time. It was trying to. It's still for kids, but he was trying so hard to be something that comics weren't yet. At least not in. Sorry, not in mainstream Marvel and DC comics. He was trying to be something that the, the comics weren't what marvel and dc were well and he was pushing but it, it is kind of cool that he was pushing the medium even he in was. the 70s he was still still got it, it back then for sure oh, yeah. you know when this oh, came yeah. out i'm sure it was like oh wow you've seen what kirby's doing back at marvel yeah uh, he did this he did he did a 2001 space odyssey ongoing for mm-hmm. a little bit and then that's where machine man came out of in that same time uh, period so yeah should i watch that movie yeah, did you did you admit to me that you've never watched oh, I, 2001 I, Space Odyssey? Now it's a thing. Yes, I haven't watched it. I, I, I can't believe you've never. It's a great. <laughs> it's a great. It, it is should, the first. Should we space... should we watch it together sometime? Sure. Okay, we'll do absolutely. that. I'll, I'll no, let you. Absolutely. I'll I'll let you introduce me to it. It's It's Kubrick, and I love it. I love. Mm-hmm. I know Kubrick. Personal life, maybe not a great guy, apparently, but who was apparently nobody's. Don't meet your heroes. Oh, I was gonna say. Hold on, you 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 weren't gonna you weren't gonna blow off that and go you know everybody has problems in there i was like oh buddy no 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 no, no, no. oh have no no, 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 no oh have no, 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 no back away no but i do like the movie and it is the first i think space horror movie oh okay uh, see that might be why because, i stayed away from it yeah it i don't is. like horror movies well it's not gory it's just no, i know i don't okay i got you yeah, so yeah it, 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 um, it's thriller more so i would there's things that i would like okay oh yeah and visually, it's, yeah. it's good. But it's interesting that Kirby, you know, with these big spaceships that he did in Eternals, and then he's doing 2001 Space Odyssey, that mm-hmm. the Marvel, the Marvel adaptation. But going back to the movie, what I hope they do take from this and from Kirby are the... And I've seen some screenshots of some of the machines, and they're not as colorful, probably. But it does look like they are taking some of the big machines, and at least in some measure, bringing them to the big screen, which I think is cool. They would almost have to, if you're going to, if he's going to have created this world that he did, it, it would be a shame, considering movies are a visual medium, not to bring it to that. I mean, that that was the uh, conversations you and I had when we first met, talking about comic books, and everybody's like, oh, a comic book, back in that whole, you can't make a good comic book movie, and you and I were both like, a comic book is a bloody storyboard, so how can you yeah. not make a good comic book movie? I mean, they, they literally lay it out. It's It's laid out there. You absolutely can. And I have to say, when I, when I showed my mom and my nephew Captain America, the first Avenger, I had so much fun because they had so much fun when they made that movie, absolutely using the storyboards, including two-page spl- splash pages. You know how, you, how they do because And it would be. It would be him jumping over a tank. And I, and I would, every time they do something like that, I go, comic book. And I started doing that with all the Marvel movies when we watch them. When they do one of those scenes that is just absolutely a two-page spread of action, 
I'd go comic book and Corbin, my nephew started doing that. Sometimes he'd go comic book. And I'm like, yep. Comic book. That right there is just pure out of a comic book. And they, they throw it up there and it's beautiful. And look, you're right. It's great source material storyboard. Yes. Uh, but not the, at the same time, some fanboys, some comic book fans want their, their, their version of their, that property to be exactly adapted for word, panel for panel and then you know from the to the other extreme like okay tap the brakes you're not going to get 1986 avengers that you know that i grew up with and you oh. would not like it and, and it would not translate well by the way <laughs> just like you know i think i told you when i got all excited about guardians of the galaxy yeah uh and and i said oh read this uh, the abnet landing <laughs> run because Yes. Visually, yeah, they borrowed some. But oh, it was, and the and the art in that is incredible. But it is but, nothing like the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, but they took the best parts. Uh-huh. And they took they took certain elements of yes. it. Yes, I mean Rocket's not even in it. Yeah. So, anyways, that's a that's a weird little tangent to go on, but not weird. But oh, and we mentioned that because the reason I suggested we read Eternals is because the movie's coming out fairly soon. When the heck is the movie coming? Yeah, out? Yeah, this year I believe. November. November. Oh, I thought it was going to be more closer in time than November. Oh well, we got we got Black Widow at least coming out. We got Black Widow, and there's some there's a bunch of stuff coming out this year and early next year too. But I think you're right. I'm I think you're right. pretty sure anybody that's listening to our podcast knows exactly what Marvel movies are going to come out. Yeah, I'm they're, sure they do. They're not tuning in to hear that. They're going to tune in to hear Caesar next week or two weeks from now or whenever he does. They're all like, yeah. uh, actually, some of the people listening probably know who Caesar is. That is true. Yeah. Any other thoughts, takeaways about Eternals before we kind of wrap it up? I don't really have that many more thoughts about it. I'm not 100% sure I'm going to go ahead and read the rest of it. I guess I should, because sometimes I'm a completionist, but, ugh, eh, I don't know. Probably, <laughs> yeah. maybe, I don't know. Probably, finish it's it. a definitely probably, maybe, I don't know. Okay. I, I am interested to see where they go with it. I did kind of feel like we abruptly ended... And I'm like, okay, I, I could I, I could know a little more uh, with what goes on. But yeah. do, do we want to compare and contrast? Sure. Flintstones. I mean, <laughs> I mean if, if you go for it. <laughs> They're both about themes. Yeah. They okay. really are both really seriously about themes. In a lot of ways, the Flintstones is no, no more subtle in... What they're talking, it, it it's done poignantly and wonderfully, but there's not a lot of subtlety in the message coming across through the Flintstones. You're right. You're right. And it is right there, and it's done brilliantly. But it is it is there. It, do not. It is it is written in such a way that you can like it, but not miss it. <laughs> oh yeah, no, they're not pulling any punches. And if there's anybody that doesn't get what what he's trying to do. Then I don't, know I don't know how they had the ability to read or look at the pictures. <laughs> right. And hey, look, Kirby, when he. Oh, oh there we go. That was weird. It went down yeah, in it for a second. You went for. Yeah, you. Okay. you, you that was weird. I, I heard it, for but then I saw you just mouthing, and then go ahead. Go back to that. It came back. Well, yeah. no. Well, in, in the same way, Kirby, not pulling any punches, big ideas, throwing it down. Look, he, there are these ancient celestials, gods. To the point, though. You know, remember you were talking about all the stuff that was coming out in the seventies. There's that cha- it's called Chariots of the Gods. It was a book by the uh, an author whose name I am blanking on, 
that I think heavily influenced. I mean, Kirby wanted to call it something like Space Gods or something. Yeah, maybe. he wanted to call it similar to that, and they eighty six that. I think I think Marvel Legal was like, yeah, we don't want to get sued. Yeah. Um, so don't do that by by uh, Eric von Danken, Chariots of the Gods, which is where ancient aliens and everybody is about. Aliens have been visiting us. Why are there pyramids in Egypt and? in mexico and in south america and pyramid type structures elsewhere there's no way these civilizations could have done that on their own they can't they humans are too stupid back then to have moved these huge pieces of rock and it's like eh, and okay. now we, and now but, we know how they did it and yeah. it wasn't really that shocking when someone was like well no actually this is how it was done oh yeah they could do that. It was the, it's like yeah. the whole Easter Island. Yeah. The statues there when they were like, "Well, watch. We they rolled them like this. They built. They carved them here. They rolled it like this, and they they built up a thing to tilt it up. And then the giant celestial picked the hat up off the ground and put it on their head. I mean, I don't know why y'all thought they were. Oops, I've given too much away. Uh. Yeah. Well, yeah. Big big questions. I mean, the Flintstones, the whole God thing. I think uh-huh. Kirby's questioning. Oh yeah, everything. About, about everything. God and. What are gods and gods? I, and what, I, what I is would, your place in the universe? I would think that they go a little two different ways because a lot of the Flintstones, I got the all gods are made up. And with Kirby, I got the all gods are real. <laughs> yes. They're just different alien species. Well, yeah, I mean, they're alien species. and uh, But they're, they're, the gods are out there. Mm-hmm. And they will come and destroy us because they found out Hav used to masturbate. Yeah. Well, that's that's one of them anyway. That, yeah, yeah. That, I, I, I shouldn't have been doing that. Should not have been doing that. I don't know. I don't know if there's any other big comparisons. No, or, I I was I just mean, having fun because they're they're such just completely different genre everything. Okay. Well, hey, let me ask you. What are you gonna suggest for me to read? Next uh, time? What I am going to suggest that you read is Bitter Root. Bitter root. I've heard of that. Oh, yeah. You paused. You paused the video. Did I? Okay. Well, yeah. that's fine. We don't have to. Okay. You can't. You can't see me. I just moved so I could see my uh, iPad to make sure that's what I want you to read. Over the next two, ep- uh, yeah, episodes. Jesus, I am in my head on that. So uh, the next two episodes, I'm going to have you read Bitter Root. Okay. And it's on Hoopla. It's the first five issues. I just started it, and I am halfway through the first five issues and i love it so read that and then i got from the library bendis's first volume of alias alias okay yes because you, you and i i thought you were gonna do me do powers no i i was gonna do that and then i realized that you you hadn't read alias yet because right. we talked about that and i was gonna just loan it to you because i have i have it on kindle but okay. it won't let me loan it I, I tried because some things won't be allowed to loan. So I, I went I went ahead and just ordered it from the library. I'm going to grab it and drop it off at your place. I got some booze okay. for, for you and your lady fair as well. So I'll oh, drop cool. that off too. Good deal. Yeah. I have really, I need to, I, I'm done with the old, you know, the stuff from when we were kids or even, you know, when we were in diapers. I, I... But, that, but that was the whole thing. You're, you're going you're gonna to let me read something good? Well, no, this is still you. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I think I am going to ask you to read We Three, okay, by Grant Morrison right. and Frank Quietly. It's a, it's only three issues. Yeah, I had started but, it when you suggested okay. I read it before this, so you're not okay. going to insist that we finish the Eternals for the next one. 
I don't. I don't think so. Okay. Uh, unless you're really, unless you're really going to be heartbreaking, broken about that. I I can read that on my own. Yeah, and and then the other thing I was going to suggest after that is a, a DC, and we haven't done. Have we even done any DC? Yet? Yes. What do we do? Oh, Justice League. Done. <laughs> uh, sorry. Uh, oh my gosh. Okay. Sorry about that. Wow. Hey, we, the nineties were fun. We had a okay. whole we had a whole episode about Guy Gardner's haircut. That's right. I'm sorry. I don't know why I brain farted there. Okay. <laughs> that was the one I was a moron during, and you you blocked out my I, awfulness. I appreciate that. Thank you. You were brilliant. That's all I remember about that now. <laughs> Justice League, Guy Gardner, Charles is brilliant. Um, I was going to suggest a DC Elseworlds limited series called Golden Age. Okay. That you read that. Okay. And I think do, yeah, we'll do We Three and then, then do Golden Age, that order. Okay. And let me just tell you, it's been a while since I read We Three. It is a rough read. Okay. Just to prepare you. All right. Um, and then, yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. Well, to everybody that's uh, been listening to this one, we appreciate wholeheartedly everybody that's been tuning in and listening to the podcast. I really do, and I think Charles does too, appreciate feedback, whether it's if you know me personally, giving me a call or shoot us an email or yeah. hey, if there's something that you don't like or like. Yeah, I, I constructive, constructive criticism, anything you say, the, any way you think that Hav can improve, let me know. <laughs> And I will absolutely talk to him about it gently and kindly the way I always do. That is awesome. <laughs> I, I truly would like to hear feedback from y'all. The only information I've gotten from people is positive, and I know they're holding back because oh, it, yeah. it was from my brother and Caesar. So I know they have feelings and ideas and whatever. Although Caesar did kind of dunk on me online and i even missed it briefly on facebook patrick patrick promoted our little podcast uh, and i made a comment about it that jokingly i i did the whole thing like i always do like it's really weird you're i'm gonna i'm gonna listen to every episode multiple times and i i did this whole thing and i can't wait i it was i can't wait until i listen to episode five and over and over before it's released and spend all this time on and then nice. Caesar Caesar wrote, I can't wait for issue five to nice. listen to issue five. Nice. And I liked it and I did not notice what he did. And then for some reason I went back and looked at it again and I was like, God, you, you son of a bitch, you uh, bastard. I, I see what you did. I just, saw, I just saw what you did there. It just clicked. <laughs> I can't wait for issue five. Hey, so. we're going back real fast. You mentioned Alias. You said Alias is not available on Hoopla? No, it's not. Saying? I don't think okay. it is. Yeah. So I, I how many, okay, go ahead. It, it's only like five or six pages. What? Yeah, issues. <laughs> pages. Okay. Pages. That's a short. Yeah. Problem. Yeah. Well, I I was having trouble coming up with what it was, so I was like pages. pages, pages. It's it's a limited number of pages. No, it's a short arc. They're broke up. It broken up into any kind of a volume. So it's the first arc of Alias. I really enjoyed it. Okay. Um, and we can compare and contrast to the. Uh, TV show that I, which I know we both watched. No, you know what? I never watched that show. Jennifer Gardner. No, no, right? no, not Alias, not that. Jessica Jones. Oh, that's Jessica Jones. Jessica okay. Jones, Alias. Yes. Oh my God. Okay. Yes. That makes more sense now. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, you were very confused. No, no, Jessica Jones. I was. Jessica okay. Jones. All right. Yeah. No. no good. Okay. Not Jennifer All Gardner. Right. Oh I'm, wow, I'm you're a like. I'm more interested. I was. No. Th- I was thinking it was okay. Oh, oh I'm God. sorry. Okay. I don't. No, I, I just. I just. Uh, disconnect. Yeah. Just her, you're right. Her, her, her private investigation agency. Yeah. yeah. 
Okay. All right. No, and, and hey, Bendis, I read his run on Avengers back in the day. Yeah. And and otherwise, I know I've read other Bendis stuff. I'm just blanking on it. I have but, read so much Bendis because I like it. I that's you, not a that's not a knock in any way whatsoever. It's just I've read yeah. enormous number of comic books that he's written, including all of Powers at this point, and I love Powers, and I will. I, I was just having trouble finding the first arc of Powers that I knew it was just the first arc because I can get these giant volume omnibuses at the library, but I don't know how much of that to tell you to read if I get it for you. And so it, right. it makes it a little more difficult. I, you can get it too. I just, since I decided on that, I thought I would just order it. It's at the library already. It, it, it made it. So. Okay. Speaking of the, pu- the public library, I know we plugged it a we, few we, times already. We, but we have to plug it every episode. They, are, they are paying us in free books. I, they are letting me read as much as I want to as long as I keep plugging it. I think that's how it works, right? Only, only those of us with a podcast that plug the public library can go in and check out books anytime and DVDs and, and read all this digital material that we read. No, actually, you know what? It's for anybody, Charles. Is it? It's actually for anybody. The yes, public it, library it, is for anybody? And it, it, and again, I have to thank you because I, for some reason, put it off getting my Dallas Public Library card that gave me access to all their inventory online. And plus, yes, you can still go get, you know, physical books and stuff. But Hoopla is what the platform or the app that you can, you know, if you live in Dallas, if you, I'm sure every major major metropolitan area has. Some, if Dallas has it, every top ten. 20 market probably in the country has it i would bet i don't know but it's just a great resource that's there that again i'm kicking myself because i'm just now starting to use it and now it's it's just it's awesome so i i i just checked because you got confused about it it's it's jessica jones colon alias okay so i i i just have been calling it alias because that's the big letter so did that i can see why you were confused with what i I was saying and I don't know why I thought Bendis did a show alias that the Jennifer Garner sh- yeah, no, TV that was show a, was based on. That no, was just no. a TV show, right? Yeah, alias was a TV show by uh, well, who's it? What's it that just did the Star Trek movies and? Oh, J.J. Abrams. Yeah, it was J.J. Abrams, wasn't it? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, I, I, I think I, it was I never Abrams. watched that show. That, that's All why right. I never watched I, that show. The funny thing is I tried to watch it years later after everybody had watched it and loved it. And it was good, but I, I still didn't see. I watched like the first four or five episodes and everything ended with a cliffhanger. And I'm like, oh, fuck me. Yeah, I, that was all. Right. That was all. I was like, I, it, this is good. I'm enjoying this, but okay, come on. And I think yeah, if, I'd, if, I, if, I'd, if I'd have watched it at the time, I probably would have loved it. But it was just that difference of mm, I'm, I'm right out. Yeah. Although I, I, I do have to go back and watch Fringe again. Have you watched Fringe? Okay, we oh, have. I liked, I yeah, I Fringe, Fringe was awesome. No, we're, 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 we're yeah, we're, yeah, we are, ladies and gentlemen. We'd like to apologize for Hav letting me ramble on like this. It it really is. Again, let me know anything I can do to make Hav better at this. I will. I will try. God knows, I will try. Julie, if you're listening, you have. You can text me. Hell, text me on our little group. Hav, Charles, and Julie. Text chain. You're fine. He needs to hear it. We'll pretend he's not there, and we'll we'll figure out a way to make him better. <laughs> I appreciate that. I really do. But hey, again, to thanks. Thank you to everybody that has tuned in for episode five of Hobbit Charles Talk Comics. And and God bless you for listening this far into it. 
Yes, yes. If, you, if you're still listening, you are a hero, a super freaking hero. You, you, but happy Fourth of July, Hav. I will talk to you momentarily. Hopefully, we're still. Holy crap! I have not been doing my job. Did I lose you? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Okay. I'm I just realized. Time. I I just realized I have not been saving our and saved. I generally have the thing up. I've been wa- watching you, so it's a little different. So I haven't been paying attention to saving and making sure our clean feed is. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. One more time. Happy happy 4th of July that Hav and I are enjoying right now. Hav, thank you for doing this with me. We appreciate all of you. Bye. Bye.